Bang bang. Pow pow. Pow pow. Fuck. Bang. Pow. Fuck. Get over here, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Dude, that's my favorite thing about this movie is all of the accents. That so many crazy accents. So many wild accents. So many so much different screaming. accents. Yeah. Fuck. Shit. I love a South African accent I so much. I love this guy in particular. Yes. Uh, hey, what's up, uh, everybody? Welcome to the show. My name is Luke. Welcome to the show. I'm Zick. Zick. Ooh, that's a Zik. fun name to say in a, a South African accent. Yeah. Um, this week, uh, we are talking about a really fun movie called Free Fire from 2016, 2017, 2016, 2016. Um, for this show, welcome to Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Although I should say, I don't know, because I saw it in 2016 at the Toronto International Film Festival, but I, I think it came out in 2016 wide release as well. I definitely saw this when it came out also oh um, no it came out in 2017 i and i feel like i saw it with you did you in Canada. maybe maybe is that I think does that ring a bell at all to you probably because y'all came to visit that summer mm -hmm. 2017 so we, we probably go, went to go see it because i loved it so much when i saw it at the film festival <laughs> yeah yeah it's such well spoiler it's an amazing movie it is really fun um it's also, you know, we're skirting the rules a little bit this week on our. Uh, yeah, but it's streaming for free on YouTube in Canada, apparently. Well, um, it's not on YouTube. This was okay. a this was going to be a thing that I, I brought up is um, I found a website that I'm sure everyone, not everyone, but like people know about. It's called Billy Billy, mm -hmm. which is apparently a Chinese website. And um, at least in Canada, I was looking around. It has like a ton of like big movies just on it. Dang. for free. But um, none of them, when I was looking at, um, I, I have a VPN. I set it to like an American. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I do that to watch SNL clips on YouTube. And then <laughs> <laughs> I went to go watch the movie and it was like not available in your country. So I guess whatever BillyBilly.tv is, they have a lot of stuff in Canada, but not as much Dang. in the US. That's crazy. I So yeah, I watched it on Max. So if you're in the US, you mm -hmm. might have to check it out on max but it's worth it i mean it's 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 so fun yeah just um, rent it we we can't just keep doing youtube schlock forever <laughs> we just can't so yeah let me talk about this cast because it's insane yes charlotte copley uh is yeah. who we were referencing earlier he's um top build here he's a delightful uh south african actor who i feel like most people will know from district nine Mm -hmm. um that was like his big breakout uh he also was in Chappie, which i think oh yeah is by the same director of district i think that's Nine. the same guy right yeah um he's done a bunch of stuff i was kind of looking at his imdb because i haven't seen a lot of his recent stuff but he's still doing really cool stuff as just kind of things that i missed i guess he was in that movie beast where okay. idris elba fights a lion or whatever yeah, cool. <laughs> um i feel like I, yeah i was thinking that too watching this i was like man where is this yeah. guy like i guess he's, he's been doing yeah. stuff i just haven't watched it he was in that show russian doll which i hear is really good oh really uh-huh i don't remember um, oh is he in like the second season uh let me see it says three episodes 2022 
Okay, yeah. So, Maybe second season, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, but one of the more fascinating ones that I was like, okay, I kind of want to watch this now is he played Ted Kaczynski in a movie about <laughs> the Unabomber. <laughs> what? And it's just called Ted K. And it's from the 2021. It's like brand new. So wow. Okay. Kind of want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that also. I want to see him doing an American accent. I know, right? And again, this whole cast is just stacked. We have Brie Larson, uh, mm. who is another great actor. Um, I've been a fan of hers for a while. Uh, yeah. Did you ever see that movie Room that yes. she got the Oscar nomination yeah. for? Yeah. You know, one of that's one of those movies that I, is like incredible, but I yeah. will probably never watch again. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It's a little bit harrowing. Yeah. I was thinking... Um, she's probably maybe at least until just this past year, she was probably the biggest person to come out of this movie. Yeah. Um, and now of course, Killian Murphy has his time in the spotlight. Yep. Um, yep. He, yeah. um, so yeah, we can talk about him too. He, I is just going to sweep all the awards this year. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, but he's another one that like one of his earliest films is one of my favorite is 28 days later. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite zombie movies ever. That's one of um, his earliest movies. Well, not earliest, but it's like one uh, of his breakout roles. Yeah, definitely. I think most definitely, would yeah. say. Remember you know. Sunshine? Uh huh. Yeah, really there. One. He's also in the Nolan Batman trilogy yeah. uh, once or twice. Um, what else does he have down here? The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Don't forget about Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders was like a big one for him, right? That uh, I've never seen it, but I hear never it's seen it. incredible. I've seen a bunch of like memes about it, about yeah. like how, what a Chad he is in that show. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he keeps getting uh, uh, it keeps getting commandeered by the alpha male douchebag types, right? Uh-huh. Um, which is sad. Uh, but yeah, he's incredible. I do. I remember I saw um, an interview with him one time where someone asked him about like some meme and he was like, what's a meme? What's a meme? <laughs> and it's so funny to think about like, he's such a cool guy. He doesn't even like know what a meme is. He doesn't even care. I, I aspire to that. That's, that's I know, so great. Right? Um, who else? We have Army Hammer is in here who mm-hmm. uh, has had quite a fall from grace recently. So mm-hmm. fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We have oh, I wanted to talk about this guy Noah Taylor, who plays um, Gordon. He? So he's like uh, he's not uh, Jack Rayner, but he's that guy's friend. Oh, the guy who like crawls after yeah, he, yeah. Okay. He's got the kind of scrangly. Oh yeah, yeah. Hair. He was from um, he was in Game of Thrones, right? Uh huh. He's in a ton of stuff. He's just like one of those guys whose face I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah. He plays. Um. He's in Paddington. He's in the what? Paddington movies. That's weird. Um. I think the thing that I like recognized him from. Yeah, he's in Game of Thrones. Um. He plays Charlie's dad in the uh fucking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory in the what in the Johnny Depp one. Okay. Um. And I have no idea why. That's just what he is to me. That's so weird because I know yep. him as the guy who chops off Jamie Lannister's hand in Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen that 15-year-old show. <laughs> um, but I also wanted to, I just mentioned him. I want to talk about Jack Rayner as well because yes. he's one of my favorites. Uh um, yes. I think he is ludicrously talented. He's in oh, Midsummer, yeah. uh, which is obviously mm-hmm. really fun. 
Um, but to our audience, if you've never seen this movie, Sing Street, <laughs> I <laughs> cannot recommend it enough. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah. And Jack Rayner specifically, his performance in it just makes me weep every single time. Yeah, he's, dude. He's so, so good, good in, this, in that movie. Um, I would say I, I go back and forth on it, but he's probably my favorite part of this movie also. Yeah. Yeah. He's really he's really good. I buy it. I buy everything he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has one of the best accents in the movie. Too. Yes. <laughs> Been in a bunch of like there was a bunch of stuff in the late 20 teens that was like kind of prestige stuff that he snuck in somehow. Like he's in that movie, Detroit, that Catherine Bigelow movie Hmm. he's in on the basis of sex, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. Um, Never ever seen him. He's in the Fassbender Macbeth, which is really good. He plays Malcolm in that. Yeah, I did see that. I don't remember. I think I might've seen that before I knew who he was. Yeah. Um, I just think he's incredible. I think he's he's yeah he's very great. very good in everything. Um, should I talk about anybody else? The only other person whose name I know is Michael Smiley. Michael Smiley, um, yeah. And I couldn't really tell you what he was. He was in Kill List, which is another one of Ben Wheatley's movies. The mm-hmm. director of this, and I think he had a, a bit part in like Spaced with Simon Pegg. Um, yeah, I don't it looks know. like I, he's in. I recognize his face for sure. Yeah. He's in the lobster. He's yeah. He's in like oh, yeah. a bunch of a bunch of British stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got he's a very distinctive face. Maybe is why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's in the nun. Oh shit! I didn't remember. <laughs> I love the nun. And Rogue One. That's pretty what? big. I didn't remember that either. <laughs> Doctor Evazan. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, just like an incredible cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so great. It's all good. And they're all, yeah. And I feel like that's the best part of the movie is like the characters. Like each character has like yeah. at least a few little things going on with them. And you're, and you're just so fun to see them like sort of play off of each other. And yeah, yeah. it's totally character driven because they, they mm-hmm. basically just, they took these people and put them in a place and, and mm-hmm. that's the movie. Like very yeah. little actually like happens. <laughs> you say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's always wild to me to like, as the movie's going on, I've watched it a few times and every time I'm like, wow, I can't believe like, <laughs> you know, how much fun I'm having. And like, basically nothing is really happening. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes by so quick, uh-huh. uh, which I always appreciate. I'm a big fan of short movies and this movie is exactly yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah, it's um, perfect. It's perfect. I think um, all movies should be. Yeah. Minutes. And one of the guys we can thank for that is the director. And I saw editor also, or one of the editors. Uh, ben Wheatley, who is a great director. I was yeah, say tell me about guy. this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not super familiar with him. You're not? Okay. I wasn't sure how much you would be. He's a British dude. Um, like I said, he did this movie Kill List as one of his like first major movies, which is really cool. Um, sort of like it, it's I, I guess I'll sort of spoil it. It's like a it starts as like a thriller and then it devolves into like a weird horror movie. Okay. Um about like these hitmen who like, you know, get involved with like a weird cult. Um and it's really cool. And then he did Sightseers, which I haven't seen. I've been meaning to see that one for a while. And then he did A Field in England, which I think you've seen. Oh, shit. I have seen that. Yes. That movie is amazing. That movie is bonkers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Holy then he shit, did. I about that movie. <laughs> um, did you ever see High Rise? No, but I heard that. I remember that hearing one, about that, too. I love a lot also. Um, I'm a Didn't big fan that one, of. That one got, like, kneecapped by its own marketing, right? Because it was. Did it? I don't know. I remember seeing the ads and thinking it was some kind of like 
boring kind of thrillery drama thing but everybody said it was like really weird and cool yeah it's based on a book i'm pretty sure by this guy jg ballard who i i like okay yeah. um but it's it's a it's like a weird sort of like near future semi dystopia it's like a brutalist kind of thing with this weird big high yeah. rise and like everyone yeah. goes crazy or something like that i haven't seen it in a while I, I really like that movie that sounds cool. um he also worked on a little bit of doctor who which i assume you have to do if you're a british director <laughs> uh, <laughs> he did one of the shorts in the first abc's of death movie um and then I kind of I haven't watched a lot of his recent stuff. He did the remake of Rebecca, um, mm. which, you know, that had Army Hammer in it. So I think it got kind of uh, yeah. buried. Um, yeah. And then he did this movie called In the Earth, which I don't know a lot about, but it's a cool name. And then is this is the cool weirdest name. one to me. He directed The Meg 2, um, <laughs> which like just came out, I think, this past what? year. I'm like, that seems like such a departure for him from doing these like funky little like weird indie, not even indie. I don't know. What is an indie movie anymore? But that then doing like bizarre. the Meg. I don't know. Maybe it's good. I watched the first I mean, The Meg and it was dumb. Yeah. If the money's good, like who cares? Like more yeah, power to him. But yeah, that's a weird mm -hmm. turn. It's a weird trajectory. <laughs> it makes me it makes me want to watch The Meg more. So yeah, honestly. Um, and I want to watch In the Earth also. And it was interesting looking through this because a lot of the people who I looked at, you know, down the list here. Mm -hmm. uh did a lot of stuff but also did almost every one of the things that i just mentioned too um so it seems like ben wheatley has sort of this crew that he likes to do stuff with um Good. cool specifically like uh amy jump was a co-writer on this and also i think one of the uh editors i think like she and, and him edited it wow that was yeah. a weird <laughs> her her edited and him, it. she and he edited it is that how you would say it <laughs> i guess it is i don't know um she didn't do much else, uh, but then you have music by Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury. And um, this is interesting because Jeff Barrow is one of the members of Portishead, which I don't Whoa. know if you know. That's like a band. I think yeah. I listened to them a little bit, but yeah, I and, definitely you know, had did... them on my iPod circa like 2010. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember seeing that name for sure. I could yeah. not tell you what they sounded like, um, but he also did um, Exit Through the Gift Shop. And then okay, yeah. um, some some Black Mirror. He did that show Devs. And then also, I guess he must have hooked up with. Um, God, what is that guy's name? Alex Garland, because he did Ex Machina and Annihilation and Men. Cool. I got to see Men because I, I, I love I love Alex Garland. Yeah. Um, and then also Ben Salisbury did, you know, he basically did all the same stuff as Jeff Barrow. But he was not in Portishead, which I thought was odd. OK, um, interesting. His film yeah. music buddy <laughs> scoring uh, guy. Yeah. Cinematography by Laurie Rose, who also did all of the Ben Wheatley stuff. Um, he also did Peaky Blinders, which I guess, you know, he he knew. Nice. Uh, yeah, like only not like all of it, but like a few episodes. Um, he yeah. did do a lot of Fleabag, though, which I thought was cool. Um, he did Overlord. Did you ever hear of this movie? overlord um it's the nazi zombie movie well yeah, i shouldn't say that because there's kind of a lot of them now this is the one that happens like <laughs> during world war ii because dead snow is the one that happens like modern day and right the zombies come back to life yeah no, overlord have, is the one where I it's like seen that. these parachuters go behind the lines and find this weird nazi lab with like monsters and shit in it it's pretty cool that does sound cool and then he did the pet cemetery remake which okay i'm, I'm sure is fine yeah, <laughs> um, he did Freaky, which I liked. 
Um, the the yeah, the that? Vince Vaughn body swap. That one. I, so I didn't see it, but I heard it was fun. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. I feel like is the perfect guy to do that because he's a comedy <laughs> actor who is big and scary looking. The funniest thing about that movie is that we had the year that it came out, we had a a, a maze at Halloween Horror Nights that was of that like was that movie. And what? so backstage at Halloween Horror Nights, there's just like you'll see like a dozen guys walking around all dressed like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> there's with a bunch of guys Vaughn masks. A bunch of guys that look like Vince Vaughn. Yep. It was that, incredible. That seems very terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> That's scarier than seeing all the Jasons walking around. It's like, oh look, it's Vince Vaughn and all of his clones. Oh man. That seems like such a weird one to do. It was of, like a ways of. We, a, of. The guy basically who's in charge of Halloween Horror Nights has like a really good working relationship with Jason Bloom. So okay. every year we do a Bloom house maze of some sort. And I think yeah. that year it was like a trio of movies all crammed into one maze. So it was only really like a uh, okay. third of a maze was freaky. But, but still yeah. a bunch of Vince Vaughn. Still a bunch of Vince Vaughn. <laughs> That's so funny. Man, what was the what was the one that y'all did this year or this past year? Was it like Oh gosh! I can't oh, it was Megan. It was Megan. There was oh, a little, and it wasn't even a maze. There was like a little dance show with like some. Maids. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Lori Rose. Oh, uh, yeah. He also did uh, some of the Rings of Power. So okay, you know, that seems pretty big. I never yeah. watched that, but I didn't either. It's fine. Um, and then the spotlight I wanted to do. Um, I looked at a couple different people. Uh, the, the, I wanted to find someone on the sound team. Cause this, like, I feel like the sound, uh, is really good in this movie, but I looked yeah. at a couple people didn't see much. So I also liked a lot of the costumes in this movie because it's like a period piece in the seventies. Yeah. Everyone is dressed great. So spotlight is on key costumer, Nikki Baron. Nice. And they did stuff on shameless and utopia. I assume the British version of shameless. Um, oh yeah i always forget that exists yeah and utopia is this like sort of weird funky british show also um and then game of thrones uh and then rogue one and wonder woman and justice league and the last jedi (laughs) right and then you got like bohemian rhapsody and um rebecca so they worked with um ben wheatley again Mm -hmm. uh the crown devil in the nile um what uh jeez what is it? Uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. What is that? The Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets yeah. of Dumbledore. Like, what? yeah. Um, and then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and then Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So what? I feel like this is the most like, um, what would you call it? Big properties that we've seen. Just someone yeah, had. modern franchises. Franchise. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Like, you got DC, you've got Star Wars, you got Game of Thrones, you got Marvel, you've got Harry Potter and Indiana Jones. Um, oh, and they also worked on Detective Pikachu. Did I say that one? <laughs> so, so, yeah, they're really uh, crossing the aisles there, I think. Wow. So good that job. is nuts. I always Thank forget you, how much of that stuff is shot in in Britain. Yeah, I think they did like all three of the Disney uh, Star Wars movies were all in, in London, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. On like uh, sound stages and stuff there or like on location? Probably there? all sorts of stuff. But that's nuts. That's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was all like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't key costume on everything. It was like costume yeah. system, like here, here and there, different kinds of stuff. Yeah. But involved in the costume department, which seems like a fun job. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it really helped nail. I will say, yeah, uh, I, the other, there's so many, like, I want to say the best part of this movie. There's yeah. a lot of best parts of this movie, but like the, the aesthetic of everything, like setting yeah. it in 1970, whatever, I think is such a great idea. And I read a quote where he, he did that because he didn't want to like worry about cell phones being involved. Nice. Like, it makes it so fun. And so yeah. like, I don't know. Just like, I had forgotten ooh. about that. Honestly, that yeah. it was that it was set in the seventies, mm-hmm. um, but it becomes pretty apparent right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just look at what people are wearing. You're like, what what is happening here? Yeah, Army Hammer's big beard, man, and it so it just gets right into it. Honestly, mm-hmm. there's we meet a couple guys and we meet a couple junkies driving around in a, a in like a little uh, camper van, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how he got in some. He got in a fight at the bar last night and he got in some trouble mm-hmm. and then he's doing some smack. It's all good junky mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, Steve, um, this this whole movie wouldn't have happened if this piece of shit Steve-O hadn't been yep. involved because he is like the worst and he causes every bad thing that happens. Yeah, dude, the 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 mo like the moment is so great. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. get ahead of us, but yeah, but yeah. yeah, so this miserable asshole um, and he's meeting up with uh some guys that he knows that are very clearly much more like yeah they know what they're about and they're yeah here michael michael and... smiley is playing frank who i believe is steve-o's father-in-law and that's why he's like involved something in this. like that yeah he's related um, to steve-o somehow yeah and then and then um well, I forgot his name. Killian uh, Murphy plays Chris, I think. Yep. Um, and they're the two guys from the IRA, I guess. Yes, <laughs> they are the IRA weapons buyers um, mm-hmm. here to buy some weapons. Uh, yeah. And then Brie Larson is with them. So, yeah, it's kind of fun too. like one of my favorite things about watching like crime movies and stuff is just like, I don't know how organized crime really works but it's kind mm-hmm. of fun just to like be like yeah i guess this must be it like <laughs> yeah because because what it seems like is um these two the two irish guys have gotten in contact with justine brie larson who yep. knows or army hammer who yep. knows Vern. although justine also knows Vern, i yeah. guess sort of yeah. Vern being uh charlotte copley yeah um so it, it is interesting to see, to see this sort of like um, shifting alliances throughout the movie. Yes. Because, they're you know, obviously Michael Smiley, uh, Frank and Chris are like, you know, close. But everyone else just right. kind of seems like. Mm, yeah. Of. And it's it's played so well. And you can really see the the difference in because, you know, like Frank and Chris are like ideologically aligned. Like, yeah. They, they are both, you know, like they have a goal. They're IRA. Mm. They're, you know, but yeah, like Justine, her loyalty to them is, is tenuous at best, if there is mm-hmm. any at all. And the same with Ord. So like when the big uh, it, like split happens, it seems kind of arbitrary almost. But it's... yeah, and it is interesting. I noticed this time the split is like very uneven. You've got like four yeah. people versus like six or seven. But the six or seven people are very like, you know, not cohesive as a group. And the four right. are very like in it together. So I, it makes it sort yeah. of even that way. I thought that's fun. Yeah. Because Vern, Charlotte Copley's character, Vern, he's like the rich guy. He's the one with the guns. He's selling mm-hmm. them the guns. 
Um, he also has like there's these two guys that are like driving in a van. One of them is Jack Rayner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also Ma- uh, Marty, his Martin partner. Or, yeah, there's that yeah. guy. Um, and then Ord is Ord. You know, theoretically on his team. <laughs> what as well. kind of name is Ord? Like that's such a weird one. So I'm getting good. away, Ord. <laughs> God. Yeah, Jack Rayner is doing such an outlandish, such like a. Boston, Boston accent. Boston act. Oh yeah, it's set in Boston also, which yeah. which makes sense. But yeah, everything he says was like, "Blow your junky brains out." I like your cardboard armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah, and right away things are like you know obviously I guess if you're buying um buying guns things are a little tense. Uh, Ord is very sort of like jokey and like casual the whole time, but you get well he's also very like he pulls a gun out pretty quickly. Um, yeah. He's though like, and this is what I mean when I say like I watch this and I'm I don't know how much to take for truth, so I'm just like, it would be nice to have like somebody like that around at like an arms deal to like try mm-hmm. and keep things cool and you know keep yeah. yeah. He seems like the, honestly the most professional one there. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you have you have Michael Smiley. Uh, I, I'll just keep saying his name, Frank. He seems very high strung, as yeah. as Ord says. You didn't masturbate before you came here, did you? <laughs> <laughs> And he immediately was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's very high strung. <laughs> and then you have, you know, fucking Steve-O, who has already smoked Is heroin. It will <laughs> be doing smack throughout the rest of the film. Yeah, just constantly. And so then ob- also Vern is just a total psycho. Vern just is a wacko. Like, yeah. He's a total nut job. He's hilarious. Um, oh. So they get there. They meet up with Vern, who shows them the weapons. And they're like, these aren't the ones that we wanted wrong and, guns and i love he's like i'm not running a pizza delivery service <laughs> uh, i just want to do all of the lines in their accents yeah dude uh, like almost every single note that i took when i was watching this is just a quote <laughs> yeah that's yeah i didn't uh i didn't take notes just because i wanted to watch it and i've seen yeah. it a few times so i sort of remember but yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if i miss any really good lines let me know i mean i don't even remember where they are but there's one where i think it's frank is talking to ord or maybe it's I don't remember, but he's like, "You smell good," and Ord goes, "Thank you." It's your mother. <laughs> yes. There's one point so later good. on where someone t- compliments him as well. He's like, "It's beard oil." <laughs> oh, yeah. like, Are you wearing perfume? It's beard oil. Yes. Um, so yeah, I guess Ord smells good. It's part of <laughs> the lore of the show. Um, so yeah, what is it? Uh, so tensions are like a little up. But yeah. the Justine and Ord sort of managed to like, you know, smooth things over a bit. Um, it's also like kind of everybody is like actively trying to like just get through it and like get like even Chris, like Chris is obviously yeah. really pissed about the guns, but like he tests them out and he's like, you know what? Fucking whatever. Fine. Let's just get out of here. Let's mm. do the deal. Let's get it done. Yeah. And you do find out like and a little aside that um Vern has with Marty. He was like, yeah. we could have given them the real guns, but we'll fuck them over with yeah. these instead. <laughs> he says we'll give the give the the other ones to the Libyans or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um so this is when Jack Rayner and the other guy come in with the van to start unloading the guns. And right away, Steve O notices that uh Jack Rayner, what is his character's name? Harry, I think. Something like that. Um Harry is the guy who beat him up last night at the bar. <laughs> yep. And it's like just a little coincidence that happened and he and is going to be the cause of the entire movie yeah he immediately is like i gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> like i can't let him see that i'm here 
which of course Frank is not happy about because he's like, you're supposed to unload the truck. And I don't know why he didn't just tell Frank, like, that guy attacked me last. Right. Like, I don't know. Because like, then Frank could have just been like, you know what? Fine. Stay here. I'll go unload mm-hmm. the truck. Like, it'll all be yeah. fine. It'll be literally for these, everyone if he stays over there. These two you know. dumb assholes are the reason that all of this happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can help load it back into the other truck. Like, just yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as was inevitable, I guess, he comes over and Harry notices him and immediately tries to attack him again. (laughs) Immediately. Yeah. Um, And then we do get this story, which is that apparently Steve-O last night was super drunk and he was hitting on Harry's cousin and Mm -hmm. she rejected him. And so he hit her with the bottle and fucking like knocked Mm -hmm. her out. And she's in the hospital. She went to the hospital. She's had. Yeah. Yeah. It like went badly. So like it's, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, like, you know, cause these are two sort of like, they're not the main people on either side. Right. So Vern and Chris and, and all of them are like, what's happening? What's going on? Like, hold yeah. on, everyone calm down. It's really funny. Like he, especially mm-hmm. Vern at, at the very beginning is like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Everybody calm the um, fuck down. <laughs> yeah. I just love the way he, he was like, fuck shit. Shit. <laughs> shit um Africa's not for sissies yeah yeah oh, that was such a good line too <laughs> um yeah the 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 south african i don't know if this is weird to say but the south african accent and the new zealand accent are hit such a like a very good like you can be very funny like yeah. just by you know sort of leaning into that accent and like saying weird yeah, shit dude, there's I there's a you know we've talked about Auntie Donna on this show before, but uh, mm-hmm. there's an episode of Auntie Donna's show where they do a, a just a bit with two of the guys playing South African treasure hunters. Yeah, and <laughs> it just and apparently it came from the podcast that they have. They do a podcast too that's a lot more like yeah, uh, kind of loosely structured even than their sketch stuff. And these South African characters like originated on the podcast. <laughs> and it's just them goofing around like in a South African accent. It's just oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's a very hard accent to to yeah. do correctly. Yeah. It's very like, yeah, it's it's hard to describe like the difference in accents, I feel like. But you cannot you can tell right. like sort of like, oh, it's because it is. I feel like it is the, sort of the most similar to like a New Zealand accent, which is funny yeah. because they're so far apart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good, you know. So it's it's very good hearing him just like, what what the fuck's going on? And then you know you have uh, Harry like, I'm gonna kill that motherfucker, mm-hmm. then, like screaming in Bostonian, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is even it's so impressive. Also, just as a side note, that Jack Rayner is yeah. Irish, yeah, and he's in this movie with these two Irish guys, and he mm-hmm. has to do a Boston accent the whole yeah. time, like. Not just an American accent, like a Boston. Boston. And accent. he nails it. Yeah, he very kills impressive. it. The other guys also, um, Steve O I, I looked I, when I was looking through the 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 like crew list, I saw mm. that there was a dialect coach specifically for the three other dudes, but not Jack Rayner, apparently. I guess he just did it on his own. Nice. Um, but like the three <laughs> other dudes to like get that Boston accent down, I guess. Yeah. Um because yeah, the the one dude is British, I know. So I wonder if the other two guys are British also probably um, makes sense yeah because you know they're, they're all very good so uh you know they try to smooth it over uh steve-o's like you know they're like chris and frank kind of beat steve-o a little bit because they're like why would you do that and right. he he's tr- right now he's trying to say like hey, that's not what happened i swear i didn't 
Um, but then eventually they bring him over to like apologize to Harry. And of course he says some like out of pocket shit. And um, of course, yeah, they, uh, they things sort of sort of keep going. And then Harry shoots him. I really like the way this is done. The execution mm-hmm. here, because it's, it's one of the only times in the movie where it's like heavily stylized for just like a hot second. Mm-hmm. And we get like slow-mo and there's like this slow music in the background. And I feel like it's so useful because you have, we get to see every single character making all these decisions like really, really fast mm-hmm. because I, that's just how this shit works, yep. I guess. Like, yeah, it so is so... everybody immediately is like, all right, you know, taking stock of like where everyone like, is and, and what I do love, I do now? Especially you see Ord sort of like fade behind the, the van. Yeah. He's like, all right, this is going awry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where everyone else is kind of like panicking. He's like, I was prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow, like when the moment is over, we're snapped right back into it. And another mm-hmm. thing that I love so much about this movie is how little tonally changes between before mm-hmm. we start trying to kill each other and after we start trying to kill each other like yeah. we're all still just kind of yeah. shooting the shit and like just kind of like talking, talking to each crap. other and goofing yeah. around yeah the i think after steve-o is hit he sh- is he shoots oh yeah because they're trying to like like after harry shoots steve-o even then they're like okay calm down let's let's everyone yeah. calm down it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah but then steve-o pulls out a gun and shoots Vern, and you know at that point he's not gonna let that go so yeah. they're like well now it's gonna now we gotta get to it and i don't know if it's right away but there's a lot of there's a big stretches of the movie that are just sort of like shooting people shooting and yeah. um i i feel like it's interesting and it's something that i really like in a weird way that you never really get a sense of like the layout of this warehouse like you never really know where people are in relation to each other it's hard and yeah i feel I like was... it kind of helps put you like sort of in with them where they're just like it's so chaotic like what's going on right like yeah i think that script supervisor for this show would have been a very hard job because (laughs) continuity (laughs) i like honestly i got to imagine that they had like just a complete layout like a complete map out of the whole Mm -hmm. area oh they must have and had like every single character as moving parts and like yeah because it's just this one space the whole movie is one space and it's completely full of shit and there's so many people. Yeah. They must have had like little D&D miniatures where they're like moving people <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, Or actually, what I, another thing I read is that um, the movie was partially inspired by, uh, I think, Counter-Strike. Like Ben Wheatley, like Counter-Strike. <laughs> or like one, some game like that where you're like fighting in like a warehouse or whatever. So he's like, yeah. what if this was a movie? Um, yeah. And, the, you know, I the order of things at this point, like, you know, people start dying. Um, people start yeah. saying funny stuff constantly. Um this is where, you know, at, a, at at the beginning, I guess we could sort of go like character by character like we sometimes do. Yeah. Um, Ord at the beginning is very much like, you know, Vern is my employer, so I'm going to like, you know, stick with him. We're going to like take these guys out. But, if you know, slowly over the course of it, he starts like giving less and less of a shit. <laughs> and he it, starts smoking weed. He yeah, starts, he <laughs> smokes a couple of joints. And it also very quickly becomes just about the money to Ord. Yeah. Like, Vern yeah. kind of pretty quickly Vern starts like ordering him to do stuff and Ord is like uh, you gonna pay me like for mm-hmm. that like the, there's this case full of money that kind of is out like in the very middle of everything yeah. and Vern keeps telling people to go get, go, the go, go get the case they're not gonna shoot you you're a bird you're I bad. love the way the way he yeah. keeps calling Justine a bird yeah 
and I love I love that other line. I feel like this is a trailer line where he's talk, uh, Vern's talking to Ward. He's like, I feel, "We got two options: you distract them and I leave, or you kill every one of these motherfuckers and I leave." <laughs> <laughs> and then Ward's just like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Them two and um, oh, <laughs> and Jack Rayner, uh, Harry is with sort of with them, like uh, you know, he's sort of a little underling for them. At one yeah. point, Ord starts like tickling him. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I that was so strange because I heard him mention earlier in the movie something about tickling, but it's like oh, really? just in passing. Oh, I didn't even remember. And I thought that. it was like a dumb joke. And then, <laughs> yeah, he holds him down and tickles him. It's weird. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you a kid? Um, You're a little kid. Um, and then at one point, I think Harry accidentally shoots Vern. He's like, oh, fuck, I shot Vern. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so many. Oh, yeah, right at the beginning with everything's going on, the. Um, one of the two, the two Stevo's friend, mm-hmm. uh, is like, I forgot whose side I'm on, and that guy like loses it pretty fast. Yeah, and he's just the first like to go. He kind of stands up and just like starts walking out and is just like mumbling to himself, and he mm. gets shot and killed. And Stevo is literally s- smoking dope over his dead body and like, mm-hmm. I'm, like I'm trying to, I'm grieving here, grieving <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, it's good. God. Yeah. Um, okay. So that guy dies first. Marty gets shot in the head, but is not dead. Yeah. And he just kind of like is on the ground for a while. Um, There's also two other shooters um, yeah. who kind of appear out of nowhere and are shooting from, you know, shadowy like vantage points. And everybody mm-hmm. in like the middle area is kind of, you know, they're still just like, like yelling at each other on. across the room, like, who the fuck are who are those guys with? Or like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, did you bring shooters? No, did you? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's mainly, I feel like Ord and Chris are sort of talking to each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, you know, the snipers don't make a huge difference. They get killed relatively Not really. easily. Yeah. And then, yeah, what else happens? Uh, Steve-O survives. Steve-O gets shot a lot and doesn't die. Um, they all get shot a lot. They do all get like, shot. A lot. They're all like constantly like crawling around on the ground. I was like, even when they're alone in a hallway, I'm like, you could you could probably get up, right? Like, how were you shot in the leg a million times? Like, I mean, I've never been shot, mm-hmm. but there's one scene where uh, is it Frank gets the syringe in his arm? It's yeah, like, oh, so <laughs> gross. That's terrible. You know what was funny though? Watching it this time, I noticed a really really funny cut of like him pulling the syringe out of his wrist cuts right to army hammer, pulling a clip out of a gun, like in the exact same spot on the screen. Nice. And I was like, Oh, that's so fun. So stylish. Um, yeah, I guess we could just talk about like specific scenes that we like, cause yeah, I don't know. Everything happens <laughs> like in, in, in order, yeah. but I don't remember the order. <laughs> I don't either. Honestly, there's just so much shooting. Mm hmm. Justine yeah. is is like they trying try, to yeah. get out for a while, but then she ends up having this kind of one on one standoff with this other guy, and she kills him essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she kills him. At some point, they hear a phone ringing, and they realize, "Oh my god, there's a phone. We yep. call for backup." Yeah. So Frank and Vern both sort of go for the phone, mm-hmm. and they have a little standoff. And <laughs> that scene is wild. That scene is pretty wild. The way because I think that scene's cut with. The scene with Justine as well, right? Where it's like the two, the two sort it's of pretty violent, yeah, pairs who aren't in the the main area. Just the way it goes down with with um, Frank and Vern is so 
funny and so fucked mm-hmm. up. Like mm-hmm. basically they get to where Frank is inside this room and Vern is trying to get in. Frank dumps a bunch of gas on the floor and then lights it on fire. And it like, you know, is trickling out the door. And so Vern gets like, you know, lit up and he's on fire and he grabs a fire extinguisher and is like mm-hmm. pouring it all over himself in a really goofy <laughs> yeah. way. And then it there's like a hot second and Frank like peeks his head out the door and Vern just immediately caps him in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he just was still alive. He got him. So, and, it, but, and he's also sort of holding the gun. Like his arms are like, he can't move yeah, his like arms very much. He can barely but... do it, but he just packed just like, one shot. And then he's just sitting there like, eh, yeah. like <laughs> toasted. And then, yeah, what? Chris sort of goes to check on, mm-hmm. on Frank um, and sees what has happened. He shoots Vern in the face. Yep. Um, and we then... do, we find out that um, Martin and Justine were apparently yeah. uh the co-conspirators with these uh other shooters um mm-hmm. it was their plan all along uh but it, yeah you know, didn't amount to anything so. <laughs> yeah they were gonna double cross Vern and take the money yeah. uh yeah marty pop, pops back up at one point but doesn't last very long Gosh, what else? This random guy shows up. Uh, Leary, I think his name is. Uh, oh yeah, one more Irish guy shows up. Yeah, they. I guess they. Uh, Chris and and Frank had like, you know, had him as backup to like, yeah. you know, show up a little bit late and come yeah. in. But he's he's just dies immediately. <laughs> yep, he dies immediately. Henry yeah. does. Is it Henry? Harry. Harry. Yeah. Harry does get pretty satisfying kill on Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah he's literally like driving around there's john denver playing and he's driving around this warehouse mm-hmm. in the, literally the van is at like idling speed so it's just very mm-hmm. slowly kind of and steve-o's like chasing after him they're both trying to kill each other and mm-hmm. steve-o ends up on the ground and the van just slowly crushes his head yeah yeah his but gun as goes he dies off at the <laughs> he shoots him shoots uh, harry in the ass shoots him in the ass and he dies um, yeah, the, them especially is funny throughout the whole thing because they're they're just like personal the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is what. Yeah, this is where Harry like has sort of grabbed the case and he was trying to escape. And and <laughs> Ord's like, if you take that case, I'm going to fucking kill you. And Harry has been the funniest the whole time of just like constantly taunting people or yelling at them. But he, yeah. this is where he says, I'm getting away, Ord. I'm getting away, Ord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in the end, what is it? Everyone's dead except for Ord Chris and Chris and Ord. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck this. I'm tired. You want to just like get out of here and have a beer? And this was like, another thing fine. that I the 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 note that I wrote was how do criminals know when the shooting is over? <laughs> yeah. Like how did they know that the other one was serious and was like yeah. gonna be cool about it? It's I just... guess I I don't know. I feel like if you're Chris, like you know, I don't know what Ord was thinking. He's just like a weirdo. But if you're Chris, you're like, well, this dude, he's not really with them, and like, yeah, you know, maybe. And if anybody finds out about what went on here, we both go to jail. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so they're gonna like they're gonna escape, but a shot rings out, and we see Justine. She and I I was thinking like every time I watch it, I forget. I'm like she was escaping, but then she came back. But she came back for the money because that was the whole thing. It's like mm-hmm. she she wanted the money. Um, she kills Ord. And according to Wikipedia, it says she accidentally shoots Chris. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. Um, Interesting. 
but she comes up and, and grabs the money. And I, I like how Chris is just like, good for you. Like, good, good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, kind of like resigned admiration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's going to totally get away. Except for Except. the final beat <laughs> of the movie is just some uh, some police lights barely mm-hmm. visible underneath the uh, like cargo bay door yeah. of the warehouse. It's such yeah. a fun little button. Yeah. And, and it is funny because they like at some point earlier, someone says like there's enough blood around. There's more blood around this place than a sausage factory or something like that, <laughs> implying that like, you know, there's no way that like they wouldn't get caught if like, yeah. the police yeah. ever showed up. But yeah, it's uh, I you know, there's not much to talk about because so much of it is just like yep. funny little lines and like, yep. you know, shooting and and a lot of the shooting is like funny also like there's a lot of physical comedy here yeah um in a way so you don't there's one moment that i always remember where um lord throws a crowbar at harry and he blocks it with a gun and then he drops the gun and he's like shaking his hands like ah (laughs) that's so funny yeah like i i briefly mentioned it but i truly one of my favorite things about this movie and one of the things that's most unique about it to me is like the tone Mm -hmm. is like nobody ever seems really concerned about dying mm-hmm. it's so interesting it's yeah. just like really light and fun and funny yeah uh, and it's extremely violent <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely like an action comedy that's like so much more of a comedy yeah uh, to me at least because like you know the action it is like full of action but it's not like stunts really it's not like yeah you know yeah the action just is just guns. sort of yeah, yeah just shooting and stuff i will say one thing i forgot to mention also is the first like sort of half of the movie basically is almost completely uh, void of music um and then mm-hmm. at some point there starts being this like weird sort of free jazz going over mm-hmm. everything <laughs> so funny and like adds to the sort of like chaos of it yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah it's really good i guess that's final judgment yeah honestly i feel like this one went kind of under the radar i feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of people have not seen this so dear listener this is a glowing recommendation from box office you should go check this out it's a great movie like i chose this deliberately as one to sort of to sort of do in the new year for us because i love it so much and it's cool right now too because like you know, Brie Larson is trending with all of the Marvel stuff and Killian mm-hmm. Murphy is trending. And so, like, yeah, if you want to, like, take a little bit of a step back and see all these cool actors doing cool stuff a little bit earlier, then check it out. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. If you saw The Meg 2 and were like, I want to see more <laughs> by this director, uh, <laughs> go check out Free Fire and also High Rise. And also A Field in England. Oh yeah, and that one too. I wrote a paper on that uh, movie in my oh in shit my film really film degree. Yeah, I want to read that. <laughs> I wonder if I still have it. I should find it. <laughs> so yeah, um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. This is yeah. a really fun one. Um, it was fun. It was fun to watch. We hope you all had a fun holiday season and a happy new year, and you're all yeah. doing well and staying safe. Yeah, and we hope you'll come back next time. I had a fun idea. Um, yeah. So next episode will be our 150th episode. Oh, shit. Um, and we always like to do something a little special for those. Yeah. And we, what we usually do is like talk back and make lists of our favorites of 
you know, the past whatever movies we've talked about. But the lists are usually pretty similar. Yeah. So what I thought we could do this time, um, I as most people who listen to the podcast probably know, I, I played fantasy football for the first time this year. Um, and there's also this podcast I like to listen to that does like fantasy drafts of different stuff. So I figured maybe we could do a draft of movies. Okay. And try and like sort of snatch them out from each other. I'm in. Um, I'm in. That sounds fun. So we'll do that for our next episode. Sweet. Talk about our our favorites of the stuff that we've covered and do a little draft there. Oh my God. I love it. That sounds great. I'll have to make a list of all the episodes. Cause I don't know. <laughs> man, I'm going to take 150 Christmas huh? in Vermont. First round 150, man. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Thanks for coming along. Especially if you have listened to all 150 episodes. Yeah. Uh, our golden listeners. That's what I, we should call them. We are, uh, eternally thankful and and uh, i haven't even listened to all 100 well i guess i have because i edit them but yeah (laughs) (laughs) all righty we'll see you next time guys uh give us ratings and reviews if you like the show i forgot there's Um, an email hold on we we have a little bit of time still right yeah of course let's check check the email okay um this email oh we have two emails oh no wait that's the answer okay uh from karen Last name uh, with of the show for privacy reasons. <laughs> uh, her email, if you ever want to email her, it, no. <laughs> um, she says, uh, brothers, so glad you're back posting episodes. Uh, she said this on Sunday, December 10th. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I look forward to them on my walks. I have decided in spite of your insults that a leather, another listener's trivia was better than mine. I've decided to resume the trivia. Uh, so number one, who was the guest on the latest Brocade episode besides Wilson? What? I do remember this. <laughs> Who was the guest? Um, mm-hmm. Just very briefly, but they made themselves known. I don't remember. It was uh, one Bailey was uh, oh, in the background, which I think Baba. is nice to yeah, sort of memorialized there, immortalized yeah. episode of Lover. Uh, broke box office. <laughs> uh, Oh, <laughs> how many orbs did Wilson say he has? God, oh, Jesus. whatever it was, it's more now. It was I, like twelve hundred something, wasn't it? Yeah. Or like two thousand? Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say like fifteen hundred. <laughs> um, and then she says, "What was Wilson's existential crisis around playing Fire Emblem?" Which I don't know what that even means. I don't remember. <laughs> Let's see. We'd probably be way better um, at this trivia if we did it. I know we should have done back closer to when we were. Okay, apparently it was 2100 orbs that he had. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't know. I don't know. I can never tell what banners he's going to pull on or not. So he probably has still more now. Yeah, I got to um, imagine. And then apparently the answer to the third question is he is worried about the amount of brain space that is taking up by oh. his to recognize <laughs> and name so many characters in the game. Yeah, Zach added yeah. that he can even recognize them from a black outline. <laughs> yeah. Which still true. Still true. Um, true for me as well. Yeah. I don't think it's taking up that much brain space. I don't know. Yeah. Who needs it? I've got use in my brain. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you, Liz, uh, random listener, for, yeah, thanks for, the, <laughs> for you, the email. We appreciate it. We love it. Um, keep, keep it up with the trivia if you would coming. like. Yeah. Email us at brokeboxoffice at gmail.com if you want to add to that. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And if you do any arms deals this week, 
<laughs> do your best to discern when the shooting is happening and when the shooting is over. Yeah, and don't because... invite any fucking like asshole wild cards yeah. to the arms deal. That's just that's like fucking bring people that you know and trust of organized crime. Uh -huh. Like yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.